Jesus Man. Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Episode 600 on Star Wars Day. But here it be. And there it be. On the show this week, we have Anthony. Yo. We have Drew. Yep. We got the Wombat, too. Live long and prosper. And we have. Boy, just pissed off a bunch of fucking people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even like Star Trek, but I had to make that joke. And we have Campus God. Greetings, programs. What better way to celebrate episode 600 than to have the man who is the face of this podcast back on the show? What's up? What's up? <laughs> there it is. Yeah, it doesn't get does, it, does our Does our podcast actually have a face? We don't really do video, so I don't... We did once? We did yeah. once. Yeah. Uh, technically, Mega Man is our face. That's true. It's the, the icon for iTunes and Google Play. That's true. I can't think of a better icon. I really can't either. I mean, he's timeless. The Blue Bomber. Used to be Space Invaders. Yeah. Yeah, the N4G logo was the Space Invader for... God, since the beginning, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we like them retro. We're old people. Indeed. Anyway. Video games in the quarantine... Welcome to month three. It's now officially May. <clears throat> How much longer will we be locked down? Well, if you uh, live in I'm Georgia, not, it's no more. I'm not in lockdown. I haven't been <laughs> the whole time. Quarantine no, but you're, you're, zero. Like, people are allowed in Georgia. They're just allowed to go back out, right? You can get a tattoo. You can get a haircut. Yeah, we can go bowling. I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm just stuck at work the entire you could, time. You could get a tattoo instead of a haircut. You could shave your whole head and just, just tattoo remember. it instead. And tattoo your hair. I, there's people that tattoo their eyebrows, right? That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's yeah. a thing. Microblading. I'm gonna get Ooh. one of those uh, a big big uh, flame tattoo on my skull, like I'm Bam Bam Bigelow. Hell yeah! Oh, by the way, I watched that Andre the Giant thing on. I H2. haven't watched it yet. Is it good? It's very good. I heard I, I, it was good, and I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. I did damn near cry at the end. Yeah, it, it's he was, fucking sad. He was, uh, he was in a lot of pain there towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Listening to Hogan and McMahon talk about him towards the end, and seeing Okerlund on it like made me even sadder. I'm like, man, he just died. Yep, he did just die. 
And uh, um, Howard Finkel just died too, the ring announcer. Yeah, yeah. That's Everybody sad. dying. Well, I mean, those guys, you know, Andre had a legit like medical problem when he was born. Right. Like a lot of those dudes just abuse the shit out of their body. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I still remember the warrior dying a day after he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and what's funny is if you watched the so he um he was on Raw that next night. And yeah, with the he had like the plastic mask on, he was talking about like you breathe your yeah. last breath and all that stuff. Yeah, and if you watch that the episode of Raw where he's on, he looks terrible. Like mm-hmm. his face is like blood red. Like he looks like his blood pressure is like a thousand over a thousand. Yeah, be careful what you do to your body, people. It will fuck you up. It will mess you up. That is the truth. All right. Let's go back to happier times. Let's talk about video games. Jason, oh, you're no. here. What are you? T- hold on. What are you talking about? Dead wrestlers are happy times, right? What kind of dark, dark, dark people? I'm not who the one is... that started the podcast with t- talks of dead people. Man, who is, who <laughs> is button you. mashing? Somebody's button Some, mashing. Somebody's playing Streets of Rage. That, that's 100% true, and that's me. <laughs> well, there, there you go. Um... Jason, video game. Do you do you have any video games to talk about this week? I don't know if you played anything over the last couple of weeks. Um, the only game that I really played was uh, Animal Crossing. Oh God damn it! Here we go. And uh, this morning, I bought my uh, turnips for the <laughs> stock. The... Is this game called Animal Crossing or is it called Turnip Stock Market? Hey, <laughs> I-, I bought my first ever in my 3DS game. I bought my first ever. T- well, that's not true. I bought my turnips that I actually mean to sell instead of just accidentally sitting on them and letting them rot. The DS oh game was God. a wild. wild I seriously blast. think I seriously don't think you guys do anything in that game but buy and sell turnips. No, it, no, that's only once a week. Yeah, yeah. Well, technically yeah, twice. You have to uh, engage with it twice, but yeah, that's true. You have to engage with it twice. That's the only thing I hear about is selling, buying and selling turnips. You need to s- stop searching up turnips for I'm other shit. And then sh- well, clearly you are. Podcast, and you're just listening to people talk about it. on Google, and that's the only thing that comes up first because that's what's taking that's the cool. internet by storm. That's porn now. Is turnips? Turnip Drew, porn. I don't know what Drew, the fuck uh, you look up. Drew helped me out uh, this week and gave me an invite to his palatial island to sell my turnips. That's right. Does he have a? Does he have like a gated community? He does have a gated community. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jason, talk about your stock yeah. market. Well, I, I came across a, a meme on uh, Facebook that I think describes uh, uh, Animal Crossing. It said something something along the lines of. Uh, uh, by playing Animal Crossing, I have learned, and it was like this giant paragraph of a bunch of things like gardening, architecture design, interior design, uh, stock market, item, uh, uh, all kinds of all kinds of like things like insects, geology, uh, biology. Uh, it was like this long list of things, and then it said more than I ever did during school. <laughs> so it's like there is a lot to this game. Um, That's true. I mean, 
you could literally probably make like I don't know, maybe maybe several games out of this one. It it, it kind of feels like several games in one. If you uh, if you play it a certain way, I feel that the game is it is kind of a reflection of the player. Um, you could play it as shallow as you want to. Or you could play it as deep as you want to. And if you want a game that's really deep, this game is, uh, it's it's insane. There's actual, uh, uh, like when it comes to uh, flower growing, there is like charts upon charts of like eugenic breeding methods for flowers. Like if you're if you're planting like flowers of like different colors, and trying to get uh, hybrid uh, hybrid colors, there's actually like uh, what you it's it's, it's kind of like bio, biology with uh, like male and female how there's like uh, dominant traits and recessive traits, and the flowers actually have that within them. So, it, <laughs> there, there's a there's a guy on YouTube who's like super deep in in into basically uh, flower breeding in that game, and it's like there's like charts and charts and charts of just like like genetic combinations that you can do just by growing flowers. Y'all motherfuckers are just playing God. This game is insane, man. It's uh my my wife has played it a, a lot more than I have. I, I'm th- I think I'm like uh, about sixty five hours in, <laughs> and uh, my wife is like two hundred and sixty hours in. Is that a guess, Jason, or is there a way to see that? Uh, you can see that in in a person's profile. Um, it doesn't say uh exact hours played i think it's within like uh like increments of five hours it's on like if on the actual switch itself if you look at your if you look at your friend's profile it'll tell you how long they've played a game within five hours got it yeah but that's all that's how long the app was running not necessarily that you were playing it so if you left it running that would still count okay well yeah, I, I think I'm. I think I'm like sixty or sixty-five hours. Uh, my wife is like, like two hundred and sixty hours. So. I have to correct you. It's my wife. My <laughs> wife. My wives. <laughs> but uh, okay. I don't I'm know what that was about. But um, but yeah. It's a it's a great game. Um, I want to change the uh, the tune of my uh, town. I'm I'm thinking about changing it to uh, uh, Star Trek theme. Uh, the oh, uh, the uh, the music for, for when you talk to your uh, animals because I I had it on Star Trek theme for a little bit and it was it was pretty cool. But I 
I, I, I still have mine on uh, the uh, the tune from Funky Town. So it's uh it's it's pretty cool. I'm I'm gonna try to see if there's uh, uh other little themes that I can uh, that I can make make be my town tune. But uh, that's pretty much my only gaming that I've done today. I got my uh, turnips this morning. I uh, bought about a hundred and hundred hundred twenty thousand worth of tur- turnips. So, and uh, also in the in the past past week, I uh, ended up getting uh, two arcade machine items in the game. So, I'm gonna build a little video arcade down the road. Uh, so that should be fun. Uh, speaking of arcade, uh, 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 non non video game uh, related, uh, uh, Lego. I bought a I bought a couple more of those. Uh, uh, they're Ninjago sets. Um, they look like arcade machines. They're basically arcade machines. So. When I eventually build my Lego City in in five years, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a little video arcade be a part of it. Who? There's um yeah. in Lego Dimensions sets, although I think they're all kind of expensive now because they don't make them anymore. There is a yeah. midway arcade that came with like a small miniature arcade. I have that. Yeah, yeah I, I have, have all both too. sets. That one's awesome. Yep. I have that set, and then the games yeah. are it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I have. Um, Jacob has so many Lego Dimensions things, and he hasn't played that game in forever. I, you know, I bought so many of them that I got to the point where I stopped playing the game before I even finished open. I don't think I ever opened the Sonic one. Nice. The Sonic so, one's actually cool because it's got like uh, the Sonic level that's included is really cool. I just I have no interest in setting that fucking portal up again and playing that game ever. Yeah, my our problem is the we have it on the Wii U, and um, our Wii U controller only works if it's connected to the Wii U itself. Oh, uh, the, the, so it's, yeah, the gamepad. Yeah, so I've got a, a new Wi-Fi thing for it. I just haven't taken the controller apart yet and tried to fix it. It's because who cares about the Wii U I know. at this point? I know, but it sucks because I've got some games on there that I really like. So, I mean, they've almost gotten through everything over to the Switch. Thankfully. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, but I don't want to buy them all again. Yeah. You don't want to play a Wii U either. That's true. That's true. <laughs> all right, yeah. uh, Drew, you want to you wanna roll up? Sure. Um, let's see here. I got uh, my Animal Crossing. Well, oh, my of turnips course. today, of course. Oh, I forgot. They eat turnips. Uh, Every, it's, it all surrounds turnips. Yep. I made a pretty good profit off my it's last It's the week. fastest way to make money, Ken. It really is. Yep. And and uh, I bought pretty high this week. I'm not too happy about that, but I'm sure I'll be able to find somebody that's got a pretty good price. But um, yeah, did that. Uh, still trying to build up my town. Um, I've got to get a few more villagers before I can start getting a higher star rating on my village. Um, I was happy that I got my a follow. issue is my issue is trees, Drew. 
Yeah. I've, I'm full of villagers, but they keep telling me I've got too many trees and I'm out of generic fruit. All I've got is foreign fruit trees left. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to have to start chopping some of these down. I, yeah. I read that you're only allowed to have 220 trees on your island to get three stars. So that should tell you what my, what a forest my island looks like. Jeez. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah. Um, played a little bit of co-op with, uh, the wombat over there. If you can call it co-op, I don't know. If you can call it co-op. We talked to each other on Animal Crossing. That was about it. That was about it. And we waved at each other and then right. we went and sold his turnips and then left. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, I'm also playing Folklore for Phoenix Down. Uh, that's a, that's a weird game. Yep. That game is, I mean, that game is almost like Persona 3 and 4, like verbatim. Like, as far as the structure goes, you have, you go into the netherworld to do your Persona stuff. You summon creatures that attack for you, and then you go back to the real world to solve this mystery and it's back and forth kind of thing. Um, I think it's okay. I fear, like I said on the last episode of Phoenix Down, I fear that there's no story. They just give you like 1% of the story every time you finish a level, and I think we're going to get all the story at the last minute, and then they'll just wrap it up, and I'll be like, I'm not satisfied with that. Um. But I don't mind it. It seems to be okay. Uh, combat's a little clunky at times. Um, but, you know, it's an early PS3 game. So, it's okay. Yeah. Very early PS3 game. But it is something different. Like, I, like I've never seen a game much like this before. So, it's, uh, it's, it's at least interesting. I had to give it to the, was it Game Factory? Who is that? I can't remember the name of the company. It's it's a weird name. I'm pretty sure it's Game Factory. Was it? Because they made they made that. They made Genji. They made Majin. Yeah, it's Game Republic. Game, Game Republic. Republic. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Game Republic. And like I said on the Phoenix Down, I absolutely loved uh, Majin of Forsaken Kingdom. Like nobody yeah. played that game, and it was a really good game. And I it was like budget game. priced. But the, unfortunately, that company is no more. Most of the people that worked there went over to Tango, working with Shinji Mikami. So, but uh, yeah, I'm playing that. Uh, play some more Overwatch. Uh, unfortunately, that's about it because I'm working seven days a week now <laughs> and don't have time. I have time to work, go home, eat. Then go to sleep, and then go back to work. Yeah, like this is this is the next month is going to be hell on earth for me. Twenty twenty is boy, y'all were bitching about twenty nineteen. Twenty twenty. Apparently, there's there's killer hornets coming. I saw that this week, and I was like, "What is next?" Like seriously, what else can happen? Maybe we are in the Book of Revelation. Yeah, don't don't get don't get my family started on that. This, oh, this, this is actually technically more of like 
like the Old Testament. I, I mean, does it really matter? Yeah, I mean, no, it, it does because there's like different. Well, I mean, things. but does it? It doesn't matter how you go if you go. I mean, really. I mean, think about it. You got pestilence already here. Wars all. Yeah, but been stupid around. wasn't also listed in the Bible, so then I'm just gonna say <laughs> like that's a big part of this. There's a lot of dumbass people. That wasp, uh, that wasp didn't fly across an ocean. Is all I'm gonna say. So, you know, I'm just I'm just hey, waiting for the pale horse to come over the horizon. You I, never know. I just want to quote one of the best lines from the movie Armageddon. It, it it's it's the it's like the worst parts of the Bible. <laughs> it's uh, definitely something. All right. Yep. Uh, Drew, is that it? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Unfortunately, I, 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 there's plenty of stuff I would love to get to, but I just um, I don't have the time. I know I owe you two reviews that are very late at this point. I think I owe myself three, so don't feel yeah, bad. I owe you I know. one. I know. I, I hate that, but yep, I got I got bunker down and write this week. I have I to hunker down and learn how to fucking do motocross fuck, or mo- yeah, motorsport. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah. It's a rite of passage, Anthony. Everybody's done one. We all fucking hate them. We all don't like those. The, the, the next one you gotta do... No, the next one you gotta do is F1. You know, I think At least I have some understanding of how F1 works. Some. Uh, very limited. Very, very limited. I have no idea. <laughs> Dude, I don't. Every time I play those those motocross games, I end up just like falling off my bike every two seconds. Yeah, my review is I'm not giving this a score because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> out of I, ten. I put my knee on the asphalt. Eight out of ten. All right. Well, Anthony, do you do you want to go then? Oh, I'm not sure if Drew was done. I. I asked yeah, him if he was done. Oh, so I, well, I pay, I space out. I um, as soon as he Job went into done. the I'm into work thing, I was just like, oh god. <laughs> in that <laughs> same Drew, boat, you do complain about work. No, so I, 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 know, I, I like, <laughs> yeah, no. Unfortunately, I'm in the same boat. Work. Um, all right, so I won't mention Animal Crossing New Leaf, which is because I'm a. I can't buy a Switch. B. I don't want to buy a Switch. Um, uh, I've been playing Sanrio Picross. Sanrio is um. Hello, Hello Kitty. Kitty and shit, yeah. Um, so I... Because there's the new Picross thing and, like, there's been rumors of, like, hey, maybe the eShop gets shut down in the next little while, which it is in, like, South America only, but I figured I'll pick up the Picross stuff. Um, so I started playing Sanrio Picross. There's, like, way too much bloat on it, but the puzzles are good. Um, I'm currently playing a game called The Longing, which is a point-and-click adventure slash idol game and the concept is you are the last servant of this great king whose magic is draining so he is going to sleep for 400 days and you have to wake him and it's 400 real days Jesus Christ. so the what whole idea is like for that so you just you you know well the thing is you just like you go on like every second day or so and you go and do a thing and then you he has to but he walks in real time through these gigantic caves and like, if you try to speed him up, he goes, "I'm in no rush." <laughs> it's, it's got a good sense of humor. The music is amazing. It's all hand drawn. Um, I picked it up because it looked it looked kind of funny. 
And there's some really kind of neat concepts in it. I think by making his living, like he's basically just living in a cave, but by making it a little bit more like homely, um, uh, it, it's speeding up time. Like it actually counts like two seconds at points instead of just a single second. Um, it's fascinating. I'll have more to say about it when I, I've seen more of it because I'm waiting for certain things to happen. I ended up in a place called Eternity, though, which is just this gigantic white room that you can walk through and time stops and you can just walk infinitely <laughs> and pick up stuff. Um, and he makes remarks like, I really hope I don't have to walk all of this uh, when I head back. Um what else have I played? Uh, I played the Glass Masquerade DLC that I had not played before, and uh, there's some DLC for Glass Masquerade 2 on PC that is fantastic. I didn't really like the designs in Glass Masquerade 2 as much as I did in 1, but this, the one DLC that had to like do with like Eldritch Beings, I was getting like The Thing vibes, like the artwork on the poster of The Thing at times. Like, I was... I was really impressed with that DLC. Uh, I played a little bit of Framed, which is, I think it was a mobile game or something. I picked up the Framed Collection. It's a puzzle game where you move around like comic panels and the character kind of goes through and you have to figure out what order to do them in and stuff. Uh, I started up Time Spinner. That's a really good ass game. That yeah, is it's a very some, good ass game. That is some, but wow, that menu just looks like it's from Symphony. Of the night. It's Symphony of the Night. Like that game is oh, just one hundred percent Symphony of the Night. But like, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's totally fine. It's like Symphony of the Night, but the characters look like they're out of like a Square RPG. Yeah, when you the time travel stuff gets a little weird. But... Yeah, I, I there's there's some neat aspects of it. Um, I like the spell system so far but i find that like some of the level like it, it's there's a reason why symphony of the night is a masterpiece and at some points in time i feel like i'm just going down a generic hallway in this yeah for and sure. it's like oh this is why because like every room in Sym- like very rarely are there like multiple rooms that just kind of feel like they blend together in symphony of the night and when they do they're very small and I don't find that with this game. I find sometimes I'm like, this is the cave segment. And it looks like the cave segment. So I've just went through um, a game. I started and finished uh, before I get onto the big one that I played for review. Uh, I finished, I started to finish a game in about six hours called why am I dead at sea? It is a, it's very clearly the art style is inspired by some uh, stuff like earthbound. Um, like the character designs are very cartoony and pixel art. Um, but the idea is that it's a puzzle game where you are playing as a ghost who slowly learns to possess each person on board. And there's two different forms of possession. There's like a full possession, which you have to like do these little, you have to figure out like, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, the standard possession is you get to take them over, but they only can talk to people about stuff they know as a character. So you have control, but that if that character doesn't know something, they won't be able to bring it up with somebody else. So you have to know kind of how what each character knows. They also have their own special abilities, each character. And you start off by possessing a cat, but then you can possess a 
guy who's like DJing on the boat. There's only about seven or eight characters, but it's really fascinating and it starts to build up this big conspiracy. And uh, it it's a uh, point and click adventure, but it's also a little bit of like uh, Ace Attorney in that it, you're not really collecting items, you're collecting information and knowing where to, where to use that information to progress. It's it was a really well done game. There are some technical issues, but the final segment in it, um, I'm not spoiling it because I do think people should play it if this is the type of game they're interested in. The the final segment has multiple endings, not based on what you know, but how you present it. So by giving facts A, B, and C, you get the good ending. But if you present it in order of like fact B first, fact A, fact C, you come to a different conclusion. So it's knowing how to put it in order. Um, there is there is one part where I, I missed something beforehand that I didn't realize I had missed, so I had to do it um, and needed like a little bit of a guide to just tell me like, oh, this is how you get the good ending. Like you've you've missed this. And I was like, okay. So I went back and did that. Um, but I found out about it from a YouTuber named Nitro Rad, uh, who had covered it like very shortly. And I picked it up and hadn't played it until now. And I was like really impressed with that game. The soundtrack is also great. I actually picked it up on Friday because Baron Camp was giving all the money that you spent on artists to them. So I picked that soundtrack up. And the big one, um, as I just cross off my paper list, uh, Streets of Rage 4, which, good God, that might be my favorite game of the year so far. Um, That's a Streets of Rage game, faux show. Yeah, the fuck man the arts like it's i i loved their their version of the dragon's trap It is the version that i will play it's my favorite game of all time i was worried that doing a new game they wouldn't be able to kind of bring the same magic but wow this game plays fantastic um I, i reviewed river city girls a while back and that game had some issues that kept it from being as as good as I hoped it would be, this game is like nailed everything. Um, I found like Axel and Blaze a little stiff, um, but then I picked up like the dip, like I tried Cherry out, and like she's ended up being my favorite character because she's so fast. Um, the the levels are great. The the artwork is mind-blowing at first it kind of looks basic and you're like oh, okay but then you're like seeing the reflections in the water and just how they move and how many frames of animation they have and like it it's probably the best beat-em-up in years i know that's not saying much but like it it really it, it feels like there's been no time in between like the, you know the golden era of beat-em-ups um and the soundtrack which i when i wrote the review i didn't realize it was the guy same guy but it was mainly written by uh, i'm gonna pronounce his name wrong um olivier de riviere uh, um he's the composer of like um uh, god damn it really i'm drawing a blank give me a second i, I apologize greenfall vampire um remember me but Drew and I like 
really liked Get Even's score, and he's the guy that did Get Even's music. Um, fuck, he has one of the best one of the best songs I've heard in years is the elevator stages music in this game. I I. I, that was a big part of it too. Is I know that they were getting original composers back, like Yuzo Kishiro, but I was worried that they wouldn't feel the same. That they try to make the music too modern, but no, they they did like a '90s techno dance soundtrack still, but did have a little bit of elements of EDM and everything. And it, this game is fan fucking tastic. It makes me want to go back and play because it gives you unlockables. It's it's just one of those things where I'm like, this is a f- fucking perfect game almost. Like, there's just something about it that was missing for me to give it a 10, but I gave it a 9.5. Like, it is fucking great. Yeah, the, the retro soundtrack's really good, too. Yeah, you turn that's, on the retro that's, soundtrack. That's another thing. You turn on the retro soundtrack, and it plays not only, like, uh, not only music from the Genesis game, but at one point, it played music from the Game Gear version. You know wow. the Game Gear version, everybody's favorite version of Streets of Rage. Yeah, the best version. Oh yeah, um, yeah. If you if you're when you're on the just saying this when you're on the train level, there's a if you turn on the retro soundtrack, it is the first level's music, but the Game Gear version. Um, it just the, a lot of people have been saying like, oh, I don't know about the the um difficulty curve. It's this is a game you have to learn to play. There is there is a bit of a learning curve to playing it, but the the difficulty is fair for a single player still. Um, like play something like River City Girls, where it is clear that you have to have somebody else with you to really get the full effect of that game. Where I'm literally just cheesing my way through because I have a bunch of potions that I've bought. Otherwise, I wouldn't have made it. Because that game is, you'll be fighting one enemy, and the other enemy, like, there's no way to kind of stop them. And in this game, you have a quick backhand or whatever when you're playing as different characters. But, like, you can kick them. Like, you can attack the person behind you with with ease, and that is not a thing you could do with River City Girls. I found myself stuck in combos. Like, it's easy to break out, attack the guy behind you, turn to him, deal with him, go back to the first guy. Like, everything works in this game. I just, there was, like, something about it, like, I I wish the game was almost longer, or there was, like, it felt like a lot of the modes were just kind of like, do you want this harder? And I'm like, not necessarily. I want something, but not, not necessarily just more difficulty options. But, I, I mean, it does come with a battle mode, which, like, no one was asking for, but it's neat to have. Like there, there's a lot about this game I love, and it's on Game Pass. Like, so everybody can play it basically. With just, oh, so good. Yep. So in Game Pass, it's also play anywhere, so you can um, transfer your save between PC and Xbox. Yep. Yeah, I'm actually playing it on PC, uh, and it is, man, it's so good. Are you playing it on, uh, like the Windows Store? Yeah, Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, the the Xbox has an app now for Game Pass, which is where I I've been using, and that thing is a lot nicer than the Windows Store because fuck the Windows Store. <laughs> yeah, the, but yeah. Uh... The, the the only other thing I'll say about Streets of Rage Four is that it nails that nostalgia every time 
like at the perfect time, like whether it was, you know, the kangaroo at the bar or the boss that does the, the super move from the first game. Yeah. Like it, it just hits those things at the right time. And you're like, Oh yeah, it's streets of rage. Yeah. I, uh, so I, I, um, I'll go ahead and talk about it now. Cause it's a big part of what I've been playing this week, but, um, it makes me want, um, Capcom to lock these guys up and remake every beat up that they have in their entire catalog. Oh my oh, God. Uh, you know how long that would take? <laughs> I know, but geez, oh Pete's like, I'm I don't a, want them. Uh, I don't want that. I'm to, I want, I want them to do turtles in time. God damn. The, uh, so when I, you know, when I was younger, uh, even still, um, beat em up is, is one of my favorite genres. And I, I love just about every beat em up that's ever been created, even the bad ones. Um, and this game is awesome. Like it's a, it's, uh, a perfect beat em up for 2020. It's, I mean, it, it's, it's perfect. Um, and I, I can't help, but while I'm playing this to think, man, it would be awesome to have a King of Dragons in this, uh, <laughs> art style, or, you know, it would be awesome to get a remake of the, the Punisher beat em up or alien versus predator or any of the, any of the, the, uh, mid nineties, early nineties beat em ups redone in this, in this style. Um, I, I found a, um. There's there's a lot of really cool stuff in here. I found a um a secret boss fight, uh, but now but then I could I lost and I couldn't get back to it. So I don't know what the seat like. I don't know how I got into it in the first place, other huh. than going to a specific place. But going back to that specific place didn't kick me back into the boss battle. So um, wow, I didn't I didn't run across that. So that's interesting. Yeah, there, in so it was in. The, I'll tell you where it was. It was in the pier level. One of the and, holes. No, it's, um, it, there's an arcade in the pier level that yeah. you can get into, mm-hmm. um, after you pass the window. And I walked in there, broke the arcade machine, and it like, te- the screen tessellated, and it kicked me into a boss battle with, uh, um, a guy who may have been in one of the early Streets of Rage. I, I mentioned last week, I didn't, I, I never played that Plus series like- that much because I didn't have a Genesis. Had like a claw on his hand, uh, kind of squat. Yeah, okay. Um, and, uh, uh, I lost, unfortunately I almost beat him, but I lost and, um, I, I tried, I, I restarted the level specifically to see if I could get back into it and I couldn't, and then I died and I still couldn't get back into it. So see that that's weird. Cause I went in there and broke that arcade machine too. And it was just an item. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, the, it, it took me to a, um, a secret boss battle. There's um, gotta be like some criteria or something. There's ah! gotta be. Got it. Yep. Looked it up. And you, you need to pick up one of the um you need to pick up one of the tasers and hit the machine. Oh, okay. It's an achievement. <laughs> ah! That's Got hilarious. Uh, there's the, like the, the Yeah, there's a lot in this game where it's like I I actually messaged Ken beforehand because I didn't I didn't see the trailer showing all the throwback characters. But the the amount of detail they put into the throwback characters, which are just which are just the sprites, like right. But then like the sprites are reflecting in the water properly, and the light is affecting them in the way that they sh- it should, as if they were drawn like all the other sp- people of the other characters. Like it's this weird 
it's this weird thing where it's like this game has a lot in it and like there's stuff you won't even see like the people fighting in the background on when you're on, on the beach and shit like there's a ton of stuff in other levels where it's just the detail in the world is amazing i think i'm about to finish my how many levels are there 13 i think Okay, I'm on ten, so I think I'm about to finish my first uh, playthrough. What's what's the what's the level, uh, theme? Oh, uh, I don't remember. I didn't start it. It was stage ten. I just beat the wrestler. Right. There are. Okay. It appears stage there. It, it appears there are twelve stages. Twelve. Okay. okay. I I'm on. I'm on ten. I just beat the wrestler. That was. Can, no, there is thirteen. There is thirteen. That's so it. I, I because I was playing it on PC, I just kind of. Uh, paused it and let it sit um, the last couple days and kept going back to it. Does it save your progress or do you have to play through it all in one? It saves your progress. Okay. After every right. stage, right? Yeah, after every stage. Uh, so that's nice. Um, there's the going back and you can do the score attack and it adds up all the scores from all the saves to unlock the extra characters. So you don't that's have good. to like unlock them in each uh, file save. Every um, time when, you come back to your story save, too, you can switch characters. Yep. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, I still played as Cherry mostly, although I did play as Adam quite a bit as well. Uh, Zamza, um, by the way, is the the peer. Um, that's the guy's name. Oh, I, I, I think you. I think your headset came out. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's not. A, it's not. A, it's not an episode of the podcast if your headset doesn't pop out. That's true. Um, yes, you are the, back. Here's the here's the boss that I fought. That is Zamza. Oh, yeah. yeah, this game um, is this game is just packed with with like love letters to the original games, and I and I recently played through Streets of Rage one on the Genesis collection uh, before this came out, and it's just yeah. And and so so one of the weird specific things that like they have every version of Axel in this game, mm-hmm. and the special attacks he has are all specific to the game he's from. So if you play the Streets of Rage one Axel, the special attack is the cop firing the missile. But if you play Streets of Rage 2, Axel, it's the proper special attack from that game. I'm like, there's the amount of fucking detail that these people do is spectacular. Yeah. And I then there's that's... a Shinobi secret. Like, there's just the Shinobi face. And I'm like, I really hope that's them teasing the, the Shinobi remaster. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's, I think, the thing is it's not just a great beat em up. Like, if, if, if this was just a, a great beat em up, it would be a very welcome addition to the catalog. But the fact that it's got so many cool love letters and attention to detail to the uh, to just beat em ups in general, it it's very well done. Which is what makes me want these guys to do more. Um, so I hope they get a chance to to work on a whole bunch more games like this. But here's the thing: they're really good at all the games that they've done so far. Even though it's two, I think both those two games are masterpieces. So I don't think there's anything they can't do. That's good. Because if you play, if you like, if you try to go back and play the Wonder Boy Three, the Dragon's Trap on Master System, like, and have fun, I suppose. Like, it's the work that they they not only did they get it to be widescreen, but they have the instant switch over from the old soundtrack to the new soundtrack, 
plus they uh, like new graphics to the old graphics it feels great to play they made a little bit of quality of life adjustments even though like they didn't have to uh but they just did it enough where it doesn't change the game but makes the game more fun to play um like overall like it's a very minor thing um like it just they are really good and it's funny because like what was it two weeks ago we had another sega franchise kind of revived and it was like fine with panzer dragoon it was not fine okay well it was there (laughs) it existed yeah it's definitely there and I'm really disappointed in that because if you play, if you have Panzer Dragon Orda, on, you get, yeah, you get a you better get version. The, you get a better version of that game, and it's like you're charging. Was it like thirty bucks for that Panzer? Sure, Dragon I, I don't have a Switch, and that's the only place it's available right now. Yeah, which is God, the Switch, man. Like that game is coming to other machines, and I hope to God the other versions are better than what we got with that Switch version. But that Switch version is bad. Yeah, I. It's just that this team has now showed that they give a shit about Sega properties, maybe more than Sega, twice. And, like, I could recommend either of those games, and I think you'd enjoy them both. Like, this is spectacular. I want to say this might be their second game, Lizard Cube's second title ever. Um, But, yeah, I'm stunned. It's it's on Game Pass. That's like the kicker for me. Yeah, like it, you could just play it. Like at midnight on Game Pass, you could just download it. That's too fucking cool. Yeah. So this is I was right. This is their second game, and yeah, it's like two guys. More, it's like two more. guys. One makes the engine, the other guy does the art. Yeah. And he's one. They they've they're the ones that were teasing that. Um, like Dot M, you put it out, but I want to say it was Lizard Cube that did the art for the uh, uh, Ducktales that they were like, oh, ah, oh, that was the worst April Fool's joke ever. We well, it was April Fool's, but it was also trying to force Disney's hand. Yeah, I know they actually pitched it to them, and and I respect that. But man, I really wanted that. But, so that, but bad. that's but that's that's what I mean. Like if you want, if you're gonna do something that is sort of retro based, this is the team to do it. I, I don't I, just, I don't think Disney's going to approve a DuckTales remaster because we already got one. Well, it wasn't that wasn't Duck it was Quackshot. Sorry. Quackshot, yeah, but still. Yeah. And and you know the licensing nightmare that DuckTales remastered is. Yeah, well, I mean it's back out again. You can buy it again. Yeah, but when is so. it going to go away again? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um Anthony Ryan, are you done Anthony? Do you have more? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, Ryan, do you have other things besides Streets of Rage? Um, yeah, so I, um, I played obviously a lot of Animal Crossing, uh, but we've kind of already beat that horse. Um, no, no, no. Go or that turnip, we've beat that turnip. Or that, we've beat that turnip. No, no, those are two uh, different vegetables. <laughs> no I shit. Played, uh, I played some, uh, yesterday my son wanted to play, uh, Totally Reliable Delivery Service. Oh, yeah. Uh, also so on Game Pass. Yep. So we played some of that and, uh, uh, it's a fun, it's a fun game. It's, um, I don't get the same frustration with that game as I get with human fall flat because it's easier for me to not take the game, the actual game seriously. 
Um, whereas with human fall flat, I want to solve the puzzles and the controls fight against me and I just get yeah. frustrated. Um, but totally reliable, totally reliable delivery service. I had a good time with, um, and then I actually in the, um, so I, uh, I posted about it on Twitter, but there was a huge square Enix publisher sale on uh, good old games this week. Um, and so I bought all of the following for 97 cents a piece. Um, Dungeon Siege 1, Dungeon Siege 2, Dungeon Siege 3, Thief 1, Thief 2, Thief 3, uh, and then Soul Reaver 1, Soul Reaver 2, Blood Omen 2, and Defiance, all for 97 cents a piece. Um, and so I, uh, I booted a couple of those up. I played actually probably an hour and a half, maybe two hours of the first, the original Dungeon Siege. Um, and it actually, it holds up okay. Um, I mean, the characters look pretty bad and you can tell that it's a 2002 game. Um, but it, it actually, from a gameplay standpoint, doesn't hold up that bad. Uh, it was, it was pretty well thought of when it first came out. And, um, you know, I, th- I think it, it holds its, it holds its own relatively well. I mean, you can definitely tell that it's an old, older game, but it, it, it holds up relatively well. Um, other than that, I played a little bit more Dragon's Dogma on the Switch. Um, just kind of playing that every now and then as I, as I get back to it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a little annoying to me that, um, I haven't yet found a, a storefront that has the, um, PC version of the original Blood Omen. Um, but I have the PlayStation version, so it's not it's not like it's the end of the world. But um, hopefully, you're you're modding that PlayStation version to load a little faster. Well, I'm hope so. I haven't I haven't actually tested out because I I have the actual PlayStation disc itself. Um, like I still own that game. Yeah. Um, but I, I just for for ease of play, uh, I have a, a schmemulated version of it as well. And I haven't um, I haven't booted it up yet, but I have to imagine on my laptop with my SSD, um, I'm hoping it loads a little faster. I know that the I don't know which core or what emulator you're using, but they do have like the mods to make loading faster. But it's it interferes with some games. Yeah, I have uh, PS. What is it? PCSX rearmed. Yeah, PC PCSX. Yeah. Yeah, on uh, RetroArch. I think that has the loading thing. It says turn on at your own risk because some games it it fucks up. But yeah, yeah. So well, I'll have to check it out and uh, and see what it's like. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of my time this week has gone to Streets of Rage Four, which is, uh, as already mentioned, amazing. So I, I have a question for you. When you say Blood Omen, it is deep. It is just Blood Omen Legacy of Kane, right? It's like well, a top down two D. Yeah, Silicon Knights top down Zelda yeah. one. Yeah. So it is um is apparently abandonware. That's why you aren't buying it. Well, so it might be a so rights it might be a rights issue, but it, I think it, the it, challenge is that it was abandonware. So like there's a there's a website called myabandonware.com where you can usually find some abandonware software. But as soon as Sony started selling the PlayStation version on their store, they stopped classifying it as abandonware. Yeah, you and can so, still buy that. Yeah. Um, well, well, I'm looking at another site that's abandonwaregames.net, and they're 
also saying it's abandonware and they yeah, have but a link. It, it what I'm saying is it just be if it's being sold. Let's see here. Hold on. Let me let me look it up because if if that was it, what was it called? Um, it is. What was the site? Well, abandonwaregames.net. My abandonware has a link to the buy game on Sony PS Store. Store. Yeah, but yeah. that. That's this is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. Like that's just a weird one. Oh, that might be why. Publisher Activision and Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that would do it. <laughs> yeah. So Crystal D uh, is owned by Square now. I'm pretty right. sure. Yeah. And well, Activision well, is Activision. Those... <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. Mm. All um, right. Well, that would do it. So let's see. Let's see at this. Um, one that you just told me about. Oh, it looks like it is on uh, I have a feeling abandonwaregames.net. Yeah, I have a feeling um, I don't know. There, there's another Abandonware site that I can't remember right now. Ah, uh, there it is. Abandonia. I've gone through and downloaded a bunch of DOS stuff from them before. Okay, I'm going to yeah, have to see if it's, I can it's... get it from there. Yeah, I mean, it's still coming up as yeah, it, it, I think it's just a uh... Who wants to, you know, run Take the, the risk of? Yep, exactly. Yeah, it. So. Um, that's. Uh, but it is odd that, that, like, you'd figure almost like if it if no one's giving enough shit to just give it away, you'd figure at least somebody be like, "Fuck it, just take it." Yeah, you know what <laughs> I, I mean? think Nights has to be the company with the most like "fuck it, just give it away" games because Two Human is still free on Xbox. Well, I, I think that's Microsoft published, isn't it? It is Microsoft yeah, published. It's a, it's a f- fuck them. <laughs> yeah, but for free. Funny, but like the, their games go into these like fucking licensing nightmare holes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, unfortunate for seen, sure. You ain't never seeing uh, Twin Snakes on anything else but GameCube, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're never yeah. gonna be able to play that game unless you have you a want GameCube. a sequel to Eternal Darkness? I will open your mouth and I'll spit in it. Like it's exactly all their games. You're right. Oh yeah. no, poor Silicon Knights. Uh, yep, it's unfortunate. X- how am I gonna play X Men Destiny now? I have a I have a copy of X Men Destiny in my collection. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this download doesn't work. Oh well then. So not a shock. Again, I, I've got mind. I've got the PlayStation version, so it's not like I can't play it. It's yeah. one of, if not my favorite games of all time. So the uh, I, I, I certainly own copies of it, um, but uh, we'll have to wait on the PC. It seems. Um, but anyway, that's um, that's what I played. I'm trying to think if I played anything else, but I have not that I can think of. All right. Well, I'll wrap it up with a couple games. Uh, speaking of funny PC schmimulators, I fell down another rabbit hole this week, and I wanted to attempt some arcade games. Because there is a game that I have seen people talk about for years, being a fan of stuff like Mortal Kombat, that I wanted to try for myself that I had never played. Don't ask me why I wanted to play this game, but I'd always wanted for myself to experience the Tattoo Assassins. Oh God! Why? Wow! I've never experienced it, yeah, and I felt like I, I needed to have that experience in my repertoire. No. Woo! That is a bad video game. Yeah, no shit. 
but I needed to know. I needed uh, to know for myself. Man, no, I did. Listen, Drew and I did a year of this. Don't do it, man. Yeah, don't but do I don't it. have to keep playing it. I just wanted uh, to play it. I mean, I went through. I went through the Jaguar library a couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, that takes a whole like ten minutes to realize. Like, oh, this is this is all trash. Yep. I mean, but I'll tell you, Tattoo Assassins is better than all of the fighting games combined on the Jaguar. I will say that. Well, I mean, okay, great. Kasumi Ninja. You're the. You're <laughs> oh, the, God, that game was so bad. You're the best student in this remedial class. <sighs> Zero's <sighs> also a huge fan of Tao Fang, so. You know what? I played Tao Fang a few years ago. That game is still fine. Leave that game alone. John Tobias does not like you. The game is fine. Anyway, so I went okay. down that rabbit hole, um, and that was the first time I'd run an arcade game in RetroArch, and it, it, you know, everything I've thrown at RetroArch has been really responsive, except for GameCube. GameCube has infinite issues with RetroArch. Yeah, I think you kind of have to be running Dolphin separately for GameCube stuff to work. Yeah, and I I've think got, I think it I've, takes. A, I mean, I know you've got a pretty beastly machine, but I, I think yeah. it's. I think you got to have some pretty high specs to run Dolphin on a consistent basis pretty well. Yeah, I've got Dolphin installed, and I boot, the, the, the go-to game every time is Sunshine, just because that's the most optimized game. Um, and it seems to run all right. It just sucks that I can't have it in RetroArch, because RetroArch is like a hub of everything. So it yep. would be nice to just be able to play from there. But every time I boot it, it just locks up. And I'm like, okay, Yes, we're not going to play GameCube unless I load up Dolphin, so whatever. Um, but to get to current games, like I said, I've been playing a bunch of indie stuff. Um, I am playing Daymare 1998. Yeah, how so is this, that? This game is supposed to be like, what if they made Resident Evil today? Yeah, well, what if... What if... It's... That, I don't but, know if that works. It's, it's like, it, looks like, it looks like a PS1 game. Yes, like they, this is if they made Resident Evil today with what they knew then, <laughs> which is why it's called Daymare 1998. Um, I don't care for it, so I've got a lot of issues with it. The number, the big issues are like the camera is too close to the character. That's the first issue. Uh, the second issue is one of those things that would have sounded cool on paper when they talked about it, but when in, you use it in practice, it's terrible. So when you have ammo for your gun, if you tap the reload button, they call it a fast reload, and you drop whatever was in the clip on the ground. So say you have a clip of 15 bullets, and you fire five of them, and you tap fast reload, you drop 10 of them on the floor to so, reload another so, clip. So that that is a... Hmm. That is like a it sounds that interesting be, on paper, it, but... It, it isn't... It is... So... Here's where I go into the. I know too much about video games. When they announced Black, the the first person shooter, way back when, yes, that was supposed to be an aspect of it. Because let's be honest, that game is just basically gun porn, Mm -hmm. right? So that game was supposed to have it, and they took it out. There's now like what Receiver and Receiver Two. I know Half Life Alex does it as well for a simulation or as close as you can get to a simulation while being fun or whatever. Um, it, it is an interesting aspect. It would be a neat concept for a horror game, 
but I think it would be more interesting if you had to go into the menu to switch your ammo out. Right? You that do have like, to go into the menu to switch your ammo out if you do not hold the button down. Right. What so I'm saying is I would do say it that way. I would say that like if that was the only way you had to reload, then you would have then it's then there's actually that <laughs> management element still. But by offering people like here's a fast reload, like I'm okay. I'm about to make Drew cringe, but that's how you did stuff in Alone in the Dark. You had to open your coat. He's he's got PTSD from Alone in the Dark. Oh, I'm the only one not on mute. How's everybody doing today? No, I'm here. Yeah, Alone in the Dark. That was the inventory screen. Yeah, you had to open your coat and you had to do everything from there while the game still was happening. Yeah, first person, you look down at your coat and you you pick stuff from your coat. Um, yeah, that was a. Uh, a whole bunch of bottles with gasoline in them. I just, yep. I, I, I see, I see how it works inside a, uh, survival horror game. I just, I don't like the, the concept of having that on a button. Yeah, like that's a really like it seems weird that that's my that's where I have the issue with. It's just like if they made you go into a menu and you had to be like, is it worth? getting rid of these bullets or if they allowed you to at least take the clip out and not lose the bullets but you'd have to manually load you can pick it back bullets. up oh you just drop it on the ground which just adds another another okay. thing you've got to do after you're so done I, I, okay, I don't have an issue with this then i thought it was just gone no no it's not there are games that do that where if you reload before the clip is empty you lose those bullets which i think is dog shit but in this one, the problem I have with this one is that who here is not trained when you need to reload your gun, you just press the button. So my instinct when I am shooting to reload, I am just constantly dropping clips. Uh, also, the game does not handle great. The zombies are real generic. The puzzles have been obscure to the point of not interesting. So... I don't know who wanted this, and I know everybody wanted Resident Evil 2 Remake. You know, like, we have nostalgia for those old games, but I don't necessarily want to go back and play them. Now, this is not... There, there was a game on itch uh, uh, that was like a Silent Hill sort of game where mm -hmm. it had the same aesthetic, and that seems more appealing to me. Yeah, no, this... That makes more sense, because, like, there's not really a ton of shooting in Silent Hill. No, there's not. So it makes sense that you could work something out, right? Take a little bit of the modern aspect, but for the most part, those games still can operate the same way. Um, and then you can have those scares because you are forcing the camera in a certain direction. Um, well, this I think, just sounds I, tedious. I think the problem with people trying to recreate games that we're nostalgic for is that a lot of the things that we were nostalgic for in those games, we don't necessarily want to play today. So like, I think that's been a big issue with like a lot of the retro side scrollers, like very few of them have, have hit it properly. And that's because they're kind of missing the point. We don't necessarily want those mechanics. Metroidvania. We don't necessarily want those mechanics in games today. We want games to advance. That's, that's what we do. That's why we like, you know, as games progress, 
but to go Rogue back and capture like yeah roguelike can yeah Th- those are pick. i understand like, what you're saying like those are those are yes you can use those concepts no you're not, not understanding what makes those good concepts yeah you've got to execute it properly you can't just say well when you die you start over you got to make it appealing you've got to make it good yeah so and in this game, I just feel like misses that mark. They're like, ooh, this is just like the original Resident Evil. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't want to play the original Resident Evil. <laughs> you, you don't know, stand I up that game. Sandwich. You know, I have a, a lot of, like, nostalgia for that game. I think it was wonderful. If you sat me down and I started playing through it again, I'd be like, dude, I, I don't know if I can do it. I, like, I tried to replay Resident Evil 5 a couple years ago, and I'm like, ooh, I can't. Mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah. So, not a big it, fan on that. It, it's it's funny because like you mentioned that, and it's like even if even down to like the sort of unnecessary portion of it, where it's like, what's the fine line between bad acting, bad voice acting, and like purposely funny bad voice acting? Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I can't think of too many games that have tried it, but it's like part of we've had this we've had this argument before i know we have about the castlevania symphony of the night intro sure right like if you were to write that today i don't think that goes over very well no like, it doesn't. That, is, that is purely nostalgia based mm-hmm. but i can't quote you the re even though i like the dialogue in the the re retranslated version I could not quote it for you. Well, it's it's also the difference between an, an actual translation error and a translation error that you can tell is forced and done on purpose. Exactly. Uh, it's just like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of parts of like the, you know, the, um, you almost end up a Jill sandwich, which I quoted earlier. Like that's funny unintentionally, but like, you know, that's part of the charm of the res- original resident evil. I don't think it, you know, like what? What part of Resident Evil are you trying to capture that isn't captured in, say, Resident Evil Two? Yeah, but again, it's the difference between a, it's the difference between a uh, something that has gathered nostalgia and is funny because it was unintentional, and something that is trying to cop that aesthetic. Yep. Yeah. It's All right. not authentic. Uh, exactly. Uh, moving through the rest of these, uh, Ryan, a game that I think maybe you and your, your, your son should check out is called Moving Out, also on Game Pass. Okay. I think that, I saw um, some uh, trailers for that. Yep. So basically, this is a game you cannot fail. It can be played one to four players, and the objective is to take uh, to go from house to house and unload all of their furniture into a truck. You can literally like take things and throw them out windows and shit. <laughs> it's just... Bon- it's... It's not as bad as like totally reliable delivery service or human fall flat as far as the controls go, but they are wonky. So okay. you've got physics flying all over the place. What I like about this game <clears throat> is that there is no fail state. So like the objective is to yeah, is to just kind of do it in a set amount of time and everything in the house that you need to move is marked. You grab it, you throw it, you toss it. Uh, you put it on conveyor belts. Think, right out th- the window. Yeah, it's you can not, literally it's... throw it right out the window. It's <laughs> hilarious. Shit. It's it's literally yes. I've watched a video of this. It is. <laughs> just, I did not know it, this was coming to Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, you can play it. 
Yeah, I so, heard about it on Switch because yeah. a lot of people that like um, Overcooked. Yes, I was it, just getting it, ready to it, say it looked in the trailer to me like Overcooked. It's like Overcooked, but like far less but stressful. You're a, but you're you know, a movie. Like, yeah. like you're yeah. like you're. I was gonna say it's Overcooked, overcooked but you're keeping people, friends so. instead of getting rid of them. Yep. Yep. So. Check that game out. It's on Game Pass. I, I dug through Game Pass this week because there was so much good stuff on it between that, Streets of Rage. There's another game that came out called Hyperdot. And this is essentially Geometry Wars passive mode where you basically just have to dodge shit for a set amount of time. That is a cool little game to check out. Another game that I'm trying to get through is Deliver Us the Moon, which I know Drew talked about. I'm I'm enjoying that game a lot. I did get to a part that was extremely frustrating because they go into first-person perspective and you've got to weave your way through these electricity grids. And I found myself constantly hitting the electricity grid, which is, you know, it's fine, but it resets the entire puzzle when it respawns you. And the electricity grid is like three steps into the puzzle. So after three tries of failing, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this all again. Um, but I am enjoying that game. Game Pass has just been hidden this week. Uh, actually, the last couple of weeks between all these, um, Gato Roboto's on there, so I, you know, I'm still playing. I'm digging into that a little bit. Um, there's also a game called Levelhead that just hit Game Pass. I only played through the tutorial, but that game seems pretty cool. Uh, I bought the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered. I only played through the tutorial, so I can't really talk much about that. I'm playing Ion Fury and Super Mega Baseball 3, but I can't talk about those. And then I checked out V-Rally, which was the Games with Gold game for Xbox One this week. And you know what? That is a pretty good rally game. So if you've got gold, you should get it if you like rally games. And I think that I bought a bunch of the Switch. So the Switch had a deal this week for like this indie developer. If you owned one of their games, all of their other games were 50 cents. So I bought all, there's like 16 of them. Who was it? Oh. Is that the guys that did that, like, um, I can't remember what it's called, where you're the robot on the circular Yeah, planets. Robonauts. Yeah, Robonauts. Yeah, if you own Robonauts, which is like a dollar, the rest of their catalog is 50 cents. So, I literally just bought them all. I haven't played them yet. Those guys but... have done some cool sales like that in the past. They did a thing for a while where um, they were giving away a free game every week but you mm-hmm. had to have claimed the one from the previous week to get the next one. Yep, I remember that because uh, I missed one. <laughs> yeah, I missed one too. But So I've got um, Robonauts and I've got um, the coloring book on my... Yeah, I have the coloring book, which you can't play with a, a pro controller. Oh, yeah, you got to have the Switch or the actual yeah, like, machine. Yeah, it's it's weird because like every time I boot it up, you can't even like quit the game. <laughs> <laughs> Like it just doesn't recognize the pro controller, but yeah, I bought all of those for like 16 games for like a total of eight bucks. So you know what? Even if like 12 of them suck, you know what I mean? Yep. It's like it was eight dollars. So yeah, that I mean, my God, people are doing like you can get Pac-Man Championship Edition two right now for free on every platform. Um, Sony gave away Journey and Uncharted Collection. Like, there's just so much crap to play right now. It's ridiculous. To the point where I only played Overwatch one day this week. So there's that. 
But no, I think that's it. Uh, speaking of this week, let's talk about what's coming out this week. We've got Taimu Mari, the complete edition. John Wick Hex coming to PlayStation 4 and I think Switch this week. Uh, Read 2, Task Force Campus, Ubermosh Omega, World War Z, Game of the Year Edition, Ping Redux, Infinite Beyond the Mind, Void Bastards is making its way over to other machines this week. That's a good-ass game. Yep, it's coming to PS4, Switch, and I think it might have already been out on PC, but... Uh, Emma Lost in Memories... Fury Unleashed, and probably my most anticipated game this week. I don't know if y'all remember this, but Super Mash is out this week. Super Mash is the game where it has like all of the genres, and you pick two of them, and you slap them in, and then it makes a game for you to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that game is out this week. That that very Zelda-y look to some of the stuff. (laughs) Oh, some of them, like, I mean, there's so, like, you can build a shoot-em-up stealth game. Yeah, I'll be probably picking that up. Yeah, like I, I, I like the aesthetic of that game and the idea behind you, it. You like you like the aesthetic of that game. You like the aesthetic of all the games. <laughs> it's true. That's what they kinda, like it's that's like true. I saw like Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear slash Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm down for this game. It's it sounds so stupid that I think I'll enjoy it. Uh, we've got Pushy and Pulley and Blockland. <laughs> Zombies Ruined My Day, Mecho Wars Desert Ashes, uh, and Sin Slayers. Now, the Switch has quite a few more releases. <clears throat> MotoGP 2 is coming, or it's MotoGP 20, sorry, is coming to Switch. Hey, guess week. what? It's a MotoGP. Uh, tonight We Riot, 80s Overdrive, which is what I call Gambus when we go to the club. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cloud Base Prime, Fledgling Heroes, uh, Garatory, Ghost Files, Memory of a Crime, Infinite Beyond the Mind. Sounds like a fucking space special on Fox. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Mall Brawl, Lonely Mountains Downhill, Monochrome World. Our two-bedroom story. Relic Hunters Zero Remix. Slayin' 2. Spirit of the North. Tennis Club Story. The Bullet. Time of Revenge. Dark Burial. Feathery Ears. Fury Unleashed is coming to Switch this week. Megabyte Punch. Stone, which is that game I talked about a while back. It's not very good. Sorry. And then Super Mash. So, there you go. That's all the stuff you can play this week. I might pick up that Jay and Silent Bob game on Switch. I heard it was alright. Is that the new... Yeah, the one that was released on... Is that the retro one? The retro one was supposed to be part of... I don't know, man. There's there was supposed to be another game coming out, and then they like released like an NES brawler. I think it's the NES brawler. Okay, I think that's what it is. 
I think it's only like eight bucks or something. So, Naughty Dog has confirmed who the Last of Us Two leaker was. That they were someone not affiliated with Sony or Naughty Dog. Yeah, I saw Jason Schreier's like thing on it and how they basically got in. Yeah, yeah. So it was not a disgruntled employee. So there is that, I guess. Of course, the biggest news of the week. What was it? What was it? There was somebody announced a game. Guess what? There's a new Assassin's Creed coming out. There's a new Assassin's Creed coming out, and holy shit, oh, did we? God. It's so funny because we knew all of this stuff, right? Like Assassin's yeah, Creed. Yeah, it was still. Lead. It still. That awesome. trailer was pretty good. Yeah. And we get to see. So that kind of rolls into the next news. We get to see that game this week. Because Microsoft is holding an inside Xbox showcasing Xbox Series X games. So we're going to finally see next gen for the first time this week. So that'll be an interesting thing to tune into on Thursday. Seems Microsoft is like going head full into this new console while Sony stays quiet and Nintendo's canceling their direct for June. Oh, that's also a new story. There will be no Nintendo Direct in June for the E3 time frame. Speaking of E3, did y'all see what Mr. Keeley said this week? He's got his own summer of gaming, baby. It's going to be... I did see that. Yeah, it's going to be two months. I think he said two months long with different events, uh, world premiere. He announced it when the, the large chimney from the top of his house spewed out orange Doritos dust announcing the new E3. <laughs> He's got his Dorito Pope hat on. <laughs> yes. He's got it's his bad, Mountain Dew. It's a bad Pope joke. I'm sorry. Some, some Taco Bell. Some Taco Bell. Some Dorito tacos from Taco Bell. Right. Yeah. He goes around like flicking Mountain Dew like holy water. <laughs> I mean, do you not baptize your babies in Mountain Dew? You should. <laughs> That's how you raise a gamer, brother. <laughs> Come on now. That's funny. It's <laughs> so fucking stupid. It's extremely stupid, Anthony. That's the point of the jokes made on the show. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> Just my con- contribution was a bad smoke rising from the chimney. <laughs> Do Doritos put out smoke if you burn them? I've never burned a Dorito. I don't know. Uh, no, I said it was just. I said it was just, just the che- the actual cheese dust being shot out. I mean, how do you how do you make that come out? Like, I'm trying to think of the logistics of that. It's not it's not working out in my head. Just you just force a lot of air behind it. So you just you have to scrape the dust off of each individual chip. Well, before the... how the fuck do you think it got on there, Ken? I don't know. I just could just like eat a bag and then like put, like brush my hands across each other, and there's dust everywhere. <laughs> they, just, they just crunch up. They just sacrifice a bunch of bags of Doritos and crunch them up. What if you put them in a blender and just blow them? No, out I think the like argument a... is it's what like... type of Dorito they crunch them. Let's have this argument again. It's like the LeBron James talcum powder. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Speaking of which, is anybody watching The Last Dance on ESPN? No, I haven't watched it at all. Oh, it's so good. It's so Thank good. you for implying I have any interest in sports. It means a lot. 
You know, well, I grew up watching MJ play, and you know, there, there, there are a few like just athletes, man. Like the Andre the Giant thing, like he was one of those. Michael Jordan was one of those. You know, Mike Tyson was one of those. And like learning the story behind what happened to Jordan during those days, it's super interesting. I just, I wish they would let you binge it, but it's a weekly thing. So, you know, you got to wait every week. Like, it's like living in 1995. What the fuck is wrong with this world? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there was any other news this week. Those were the big, big ones, right? Um, so, one I know of is that in TF2, there is now, like, a tribute to Rick May, the voice of the soldier. Um, that was one. Uh, one that was would have been like two weeks ago. I, I know it's a weird thing that's not important to a lot of people, but um, there was a, I want to say it was a hack or something, but there was a bunch of beta information on like the old uh, Pokemon games that was released. Oh, wasn't the Wii like, SDK also released? Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff, and I think that was this was part of it, but this was a this was a gaming show um the what was the space world demo the the old uh, nintendo space world stuff um Mm. but what's interesting about it is like it is in development still so it's you see these pokemon that you know what they are but they haven't been fully revised yet it's really fascinating to see that they didn't just sit there like a lot of it was sprite work first and then they would do the drawings um, which is why, like the original generation Pokemon, sometimes look nothing like what the the artwork was. So that was another thing that came out. Um, there's a guy that posts on Twitter um, and and has an Instagram and stuff called Doctor Lava, who like documents all this stuff. He put it up and then took it down. So it was kind of like a weird, huh? That's why was that taken down all of a sudden? So you know, you know what I find hilarious about the the, the gaming personality community? There's a lot of motherfucking doctors. Um, well, to be fair, his is a reference to I think the like all the professors or sorry, is it Professor Lava? No, I think it's Doctor Lava. I can't remember exactly now. It's Lava something. Um, I think, it's, I think it's, but I think he's referencing. I think he's referencing the characters in the Pokemon games. I mean, that's fair, but there's a lot of doctors out there. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, a couple um, ninjas, but mostly doctors. There was talk about the <laughs> Final Fantasy VII thing. Final Fantasy VII... Never coming out. Well, we know that's... <laughs> I, we've joked about that since this thing started, and I the know. fact that they've squeezed, you know, you know, such a small portion of that game into a 30-hour RPG that is... Um, let's just say when you get to the end... Mm, mm, Things may not be what you think they're going to be. But it is It is like they have said, like, oh, we're going to do smaller parts and stuff. Well, of course they are. They want to sell you 27 $300 special editions. This with a is Final of Fantasy VII, 358 days over two. I'm going to be frank with uh, y'all. Your Final Fantasy done went Kingdom Hearts. Oh, no. I believe by birth, which has nothing to do with birth by sleep. Well, of course not. Uh, that would be stupid. It, it's it's just. I miss Sakaguchi. <sighs> well, he's doing mobile games. I miss, <sighs> I miss when he when when Nomura was just the character designer. 
Also, I actually don't because I, I, I liked him that he was doing the character design at first and then everybody kind of looks the same. They all have spiky hair and zippers. Um, uh, Amano, I think, was the better character designer. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have his man. art books. His art books are fantastic. The Sky, mm. all three of those. They're, they're fascinating to look through. Um, and then he's brought on now to do like the logo design and um, sometimes some other artwork. Like he did some artwork for Final Fantasy 15, but had no say in the design of characters. It's just it's just so disappointing to know that like it's going to be it's going to be like if, if this comes out, it's going to be PS PlayStation Six at the earliest that you're going to see an end to it. It's crazy to me to think like, how long this just... is going to take, and it's it's. There was a $300 version of the first remake, and they still never called it Part 1. Which I think really, I think that really bothered me a lot, because people say, well, you know, if you know, you know. I'm like, most people don't know. Most people still think Xbox can't play used games. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, man. I don't know. It, the whole Final Fantasy thing bothers me. Like, I played it, and, you know, I enjoyed that game. I think it's a quality game. I see where the seams are. I see where things are happening. There's a shitload of padding in that game. And the problem is, is that the fan base is so rabid about this game that they're like, don't you dare criticize it. I'm like, there's a lot to criticize in that game. There is like 10 so, to 15 hours of that game. It did not need to be there. Does Does anybody remember the, the, the end trailer that was shown at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2? No, I, I stopped. So I, like, I, I don't understand Kingdom Hearts, so, even if no, you explained it to me. So Kingdom Hearts 2 ended with... They all ended with, like, a trailer for the next game. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, sure, whatever. Um, Kingdom Hearts 2 ended with, I think, three Keyblade wielders in, like, suits of armor. That was Birth by Sleep. Cool. Which came out on PSP five years after Kingdom Hearts 2. Part 2 of Final Fantasy VII Remake confirmed for Android phone. Well, that was another thing too. Like, <laughs> like, so they've they've said they're gonna split it up. Is it is it gonna all be on consoles? Like, if you want the whole Kingdom Hearts story, you have to play the mobile games, the PS <laughs> games. You have to play the Game Boy Advance game. But then the Game Boy Advance game was adapted to PS2. But don't worry, they put that one on PS3. You can watch the stories from the DS games, but if you want to play them, they're only on DS. But you have to play the mobile games because those were not put on to those com- compilations. I'm gonna tell you right Alpha. now. Kate, oh. Kate Sith, Kate Sith's side story is going to be on an Android phone, while Red well, 13's backstory is going to be got, on you, your Apple Watch. But you don't understand, there already is a backstory for Vincent that was a mobile-only game, so they're just going to make that again. I'm aware, but see, here's the difference between now and then. Back then, Final Fantasy VII was so popular, they made spinoffs. Now Final Fantasy is so popular, they're just going to drag this motherfucker through the mud. You're not going to get yeah. to the end for oh, another ten the- years. We, we, this has, and then they're like, well, this hasn't, like, we, they basically said, like, they don't know where they're going with it, which is oh, weird great. because, hold on, which is weird because you have a game that has already been made that you just literally have to follow that. But then they're like, but we are also not straying far from the plot, which also necessarily isn't true. So what the fuck? What the fuck are these people oh, doing? Wow. It's just like, what if they're just making just it up as they go along? You know that. Oh my god. Well, I mean, yeah, I've 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 tried to follow the plot of Kingdom Hearts. Well, which by the way, 
I'm just going to say it now because I know I've probably said it before, but I don't remember everything I said on this podcast because, God, can you imagine remembering everything you ever said? Uh, Kingdom Hearts, the DLC, is literally just, here's what I would have done if I had Final Fantasy 15. Dude, you had over 10 years to get anything done, but you decided to fuck the dog on Kingdom Hearts and be like, ah, here's another mobile game that just reuses the same assets. That's, that's what you did. So you want to no, you, you don't make, make really... you don't make to get Final Fantasy 15. So I don't give a shit what your ending is, but it doesn't. So so the DLC for Kingdom Hearts has like nothing to do with the DL, like an actual Kingdom Hearts story. It has everything to do with that stupid little video game you see in Kingdom Hearts three. And it's basically him saying this is how Final Fantasy 15 should have gone. I want you to fucking, know, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, God, people if you want, if you want a fun video to watch about the Kingdom Hearts timeline, go watch the Angry Video Game Nerds video on the Kingdom Hearts timeline. Oh, good. Everybody should make money off of this, except Nomura. Yeah, but watch his video of it. Years. It's pretty fantastic. It's pretty fantastic. Video. So you know what? At least, at least, if this is is if this is how it, <laughs> this is what it takes to get Yoko Taro's projects greenlit and paid for so be it because <laughs> at least he puts out good stuff alright um, one last uh, wonderful 101 remastered physical copies have been delayed due to the coronavirus so they'll be out in July now I believe alright we got some emails because you know when Gambus comes back on the show people will remember that we have an email address <laughs> First one's from Eorkara again. Hey, real, qu- real quick, Ken. Did we talk last week about them setting dates for Last of Us 2 and... Um, Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah, Ghost of, Sh- Ghost of Tsushima. I thought we did, but if we didn't, what... Uh, Last so of Us go- is June? June, I think, 26th. I have to look it up now. Okay. And uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I think, is now July 10th. Yep, they're taking the pre-orders for it. So, like, it's when they start rolling out the collector's editions, then you know it's it's about that time. Yeah. Which is weird for Ghost of Tsushima because we still haven't seen oh. a lot of that game. Sorry, Ghost of Tsushima is now July 17th. Okay. It's supposed to be the end of June. Is it just me, or do you do I feel like I have not seen a lot of that game? Uh, I mean, they've got they uh, had that one trailer. Um, I know, but usually with Sony games, we've seen like 40 minutes of the game by now. Yeah, and Last yeah, of Us like, Two, by the way, is June 19th. Okay. Yeah, I I I honestly haven't seen any, and I've I've been interested in that. Like, you, the fact that like I on well, I did end up going looking for it, but like the fact that I was able to stumble onto Last of Us two spoilers when I don't give a shit, um, and and I still don't know anything about Ghost of Tsushima, and I want to know about it. I think speaks volumes. Yeah, I haven't been spoiled on The Last of Us 2 yet. I don't care if I get spoiled, but yeah, I'm but not... you also don't care about spoilers. Oh, no, I do care about spoilers. I very much care about spoilers. Um, there are certain things... Like, I went and saw Star Wars in the theater because I did not want to be spoiled. Yeah, I still haven't seen it yet. It's on Disney Plus on Tuesday. I can hear myself. Do you hear that? Yeah, cool. there's an echo real bad. Yeah, who's that? That'd echo? be true. Way to go, Drew. Me. Um, I, I I just wanted to mention that um yeah Anthony stumbled upon The Last of Us two spoilers and then immediately went to Twitter and DM'd me and said hey check out these fucking spoilers <laughs> hey I knew I knew another person that that doesn't like that company so we, and I we watched. did it we, <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's the difference you watched I read <laughs> yeah I watched the video and I also read the synopsis. 
And I went to Twitter and said, this is amazing because they are basically saying, screw the fans. <laughs> All right, well, we'll leave it at that because I don't want to, I don't want anything to slip because some people will get very mad. I still don't know, so I, well, but whatever. Uh, Santa isn't real. Spoilers. It was a bad joke, right? What? Can you let me read, motherfucker? <laughs> this is an amazing milestone in this wonderful journey. Having a podcast is no easy task. The fact that you've been able to reach this point shows the love of games, friendship, and hard work. <laughs> I was going to say, like I'm it sounds into a radio like show a with a speech that in front of like a giant crowd, <laughs> and you can hear the microphone echoing across buildings and stuff. Uh, I'm sorry, today, I have to turn down my volume. It's all good, Drew. I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, respect to all of you. I would also like to say that it has been a pleasure and lots of fun listening to you all over the years. Looking forward to the next 600 episodes. Oh, hell no. We ain't going there. I would like to mention the best things about the show, which make this podcast the best. The quality of his review and opinions getting cut out, distorted, and at times we can hear Drew seeing God makes this a key factor to the show's success. The host of the show is very important. Ken clearing his throat uh, down our ears is an experience that plays an important role of clearing our bacteria in our ears and also busting out eardrums. Oh, but you didn't mention you vaping? I mute now, son. You mute now being the keyword. <laughs> uh, be- would be... Hold on, and and you're coughing at that one point when you're like really sick, but you're also stopping smoking and stuff. It was like yes, really... that was always fun. Notice oh, I yeah. don't cough as much anymore. It's, yeah. That's what happens when you quit smoking, children. So do that. Uh, being all ready and all on time to record a show also plays a big part of the show's success, as well as being able to review a wide range of games to help the team out. Ryan, who is often late, has done quite well. Often talks when he's on mute. And it also done a great wide range of reviews from WWE to MLB The Show. The fuck that is, is very true. <laughs> that is very true. You have me nailed. Uh, then you got Gambus, who shows up once every five years, completes zero games, and has made zero progress to what matters the most to the fans of the show, which is reaching out to the Canadian <laughs> princess and completing his book. It's like Haley's comment, man. Yeah. I just drop by, man. Just chilling. Just chilling. Also, to everyone yeah. else who's been part of the show who appeared for some time and left with no official update from the remaining cast, fans care about everyone on the show and would like to know they're doing well or not. So thanks for keeping us up to date. Anyhow, that's it from me, guys. On a serious level, respect to everyone on the show. Respect to everyone who's been part of the show over the years. I love you all. Take care of each other in this crazy world we live in. Happy gaming all. We're not going to get well, out of any of our car email without a P.S. P.S. Pornhub Premium is free at the moment, so go watch your favorite prostate ass licking, heavy hanging, titty licking video. I was like, just, I was almost about to say, wow, that was really actually sweet and touching email. (laughs) I told you, you're not going to get away without this one. Uh, So, um, 
Can you read as that far out again? As update, Pornhub was free. Oh, sorry. No, as I'm far not as reading an that Update again. on uh, on other people that have been on the show. Ain't nobody dead yet. That I'm That's aware true. of. That's true. Ah, uh, no, thank God nobody's dead yet. Yeah. If if we I... make it to enough shows where one of us is dead, we've done too many shows. Yeah. True story. I'm trying to think I, who all, who all has been on the show. Well, I mean, you've got the obvious. You got Boogeyman. You got Professor Chaos. Those yeah, were the Professor Chaos. We had yeah. fucking Puzzle Quest guy. Which goddamn it, Jeff. <laughs> he Jeff, was on yeah. for like two shows, and he has a he has a fucking oh god. He's a meme. Mike Mike Futter, who was Mike on our show when he was in, but in a cocoon, and has now spread into a beautiful butterfly. He wrote a book. I know. He's thanking the credits of Streets of Rage 4. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Drew's thanking the credits of Goat Simulator, so suck on that. I was about to say, and I'm right below Gabe Newell. That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay. You're right below Gabe Newell, both in the credits (laughs) of Goat Simulator and in overall cholesterol. Let me tell you but something. Not, but not directly <laughs> him in knife collections, that's for sure. I don't have as many knives. No. I, I don't think anybody I on have, the planet, I don't think the knife makers have as many knives as he does. I haven't I haven't told anybody on the show. I don't know if you've seen me on Twitter. I've actually lost like twenty pounds since January. <laughs> Fucking right, holy shit! With the the cholesterol it wasn't, thing, it wasn't just... supposed to be a sh- it wasn't supposed to be a shot. It was supposed to oh, be sure. everyone is below him. In yeah, basketball. no, you said directly <laughs> below him. Directly below him. Like, well, I'm not morbidly obese here. Sorry, that was not supposed to be a direct shot. It was just supposed to imply he was at the top of the mountain. I got you. I'm feeling yeah. it. I'm trying to think if there was anybody else on the show, and I'm. Mm. Did Justin ever be on the show? Yeah, he started the show with us. He was. Oh wait, which Justin? Yeah, there's Justin. There's two Justins. There's original Justin and Justin the sequel. Yeah, he was on the show a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But Kill Wolverine was uh, one of the uh, one of the the pioneers. The OG. And he the only reason I have to qualify that no one's dead yet, because I, I don't know his status. I haven't he's, talked to him in like a year. I've I talked to him recently. He's alive. Okay, good. Yeah, he's still yelling at, at video games. That's good. And punching <laughs> holes in walls and covering them up with posters. Oh, he, you, want, you want to hear the funny story about him? Yep. He, he can't play with a controller anymore. He's become what? one of those. What do you mean he can't play with? He's got to be a keyboard and mouse guy. Keyboard and mouse guy now. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah he, switched, he switched the PC on Overwatch. Well, it's it's yep. harder to throw those through a wall. That's true, but it's not harder to slam your hand down onto that keyboard. Oh, that's true. true. So yeah, he's a he's a he's a master race now, PC guy. I can't think of anybody else. Was Cat ever on the show? Hmm. I, I don't, don't think so. I don't think so. No. I can't remember. No. I mean, I'm sure there's been one or two here or there that I can't remember. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to rack my brain. I ain't got nothing. I don't have anything either. 
This is, this is I'm a sure somebody will family. pipe up and let us know that we forgot something. This is a tight knit family, except for that one guy who was on twice and, and got his own saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he went home and went up and became a family man. Yes, 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 he did. He also started his own gaming thing I saw recently on Twitter. He, yep. he does. He streams and uh, does YouTube, I believe. Yep. Cool. We don't have a lot of success stories here. Flutter is the closest one. He wrote for Game Informer. Yep. Yep. So there. So there. <laughs> you know, we may have a shtick, but at least we've stuck to that shtick for the entire 13 that's, years now. That's true. Yeah, Mickey Mouse Club, this is not. No, no. There are no success stories here. If you come right for us, don't expect any illusions of grandeur. You come on the show, you're not going to be famous. Come uh, next month, it'll be eight years for Phoenix Down. Oh, wow. Shit. I, you know, I number your episodes, and I was thinking the other day you were getting close to a milestone. You're close to 100, um, aren't you? 300. 300 boss Ep- episodes oh, what's not the... well there's uh, you're close to 100 games games right yeah, yeah. but yeah, i but think you're each... close to like 300 episodes or something right like yeah that. yeah i mean if you look at if you look at the games you know like dragon age origins took us like six episodes, episodes. To do. right 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 yeah i can tell you you're on 292 yeah that's what i was thinking so and nice. yes well you're on game 94 93 right now 93 okay and we just hit episode 600, so it just goes to show you, kids, you can make something last even if it isn't any good. That's true. Or if, and if or nobody cares. Even really listens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's somebody not like anybody's listens. actually listening. I mean, somebody does. People, when there's not a show, people tweet me, you know. Well, I got a second on. email, by the way. Hold on one second. I have, I, I have a podcast app I use called uh, CastBox, and... Um, we have, let me just see, we have 78 subscribers on that service. So to those 78 people. That's <laughs> 72 more than I expected. Uh, you and me both, right? Does iTunes still show you how many people download a week? Dude, I can't find any stats on iTunes. I gave up so many years ago trying because I was like, I just don't care. Because when it starts becoming about numbers, it stops being about what you're doing. That's true. I was just curious actually how many people... I mean, th- those people aren't probably just subscribe, and you know they they download they, they automatically download it every. You know, like, oh, what the hell is this? Yeah, I I, I honestly I threw this don't. trash out. Yeah, I thought yeah. I deleted this subscription. How do uh, I cancel my subscription? I want to see Phoenix down. Let's see how many. It's probably got more than us. It's been around probably last two. Twenty six. There you go. But it has one comment of a guy asking, "What's that ending tune?" From intermission number twenty-five. <laughs> All right, I will. But uh... when was that comment? Uh, that was like <laughs> last year, twenty nineteen. So okay, oh, that's not so long ago. Intermission twenty-five. I will. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> from Bosnia. I left the message at the tone. Drew ain't called me back in twelve months. <laughs> All right. Um, next email comes from Antonio. He says, "You know what sucks." This podcast. No. Yep. Yeah. Having to basically ignore all the comments is pretty much anything gaming related in fear of seeing spoilers. I've muted a lot of words and phrases that, uh, and won't even look at my YouTube's recommendation section. In other news, against all judgment, I bought WWE 2K20 because it was. Why on... did you do that? 
because it was on sale for fifteen dollars on the PSN. You, oh, I man. thought I was very 15, explicit. Fifteen dollars goes a long way nowadays. Uh, the first two matches were one-on-one AI controlled. The two matches ended up being countouts because apparently one of the new features of 2K20 is that the AI of both wrestlers don't have the ability to recognize a ten count outside of the ring. They don't have the ability to do anything. I did a I did an AI I did an AI tag match where one of the wrestlers spent 37 seconds walking into a corner and doing nothing, just walking. In both matches, there was not one attempt by either wrestler to climb back into the ring. Oh, and the most popular wrestler, The Fiend, is still locked behind a $15 DLC pack. Yep, he sure is. Welcome to the... It's like like fine art, almost, of how broken the game is. I wouldn't pay for it. I guess, if you're in a that, uh, I guess it's good that nobody cares about the fiend anymore. It says on a lighter <laughs> note. On a lighter note, my stonks hit a high of right. two oh seven on Thursday. Hopefully, it'll be higher sometime this week. I hope you're right. I, I wish you the best of luck in your stonks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't play any more WWE 2K20. Just chalk that up as lost money and call it a day. Yeah. Oh my god, $15 buys like three copies of Doom 2016 for you and two friends. Dude, $15 could have got you Glass Masquerade 1 or 2 and you would have had a fantastic... You know what $15 wouldn't have got you? What's that? Burnout Paradise on the Switch. You know what, you're right, but it would get you on every other platform. It would get you a copy on every other platform. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh, two of the Twitter I go. Uh, Lanka Man says, Streets of Rage 4, wow, just wow, a craft of pure love of the original games. Was not aware of it, and then a glance, and you miss it. Notification on Game Pass, that's my weekend gone. Yeah. God. Mark says, happy 600th, guys, on my 33rd birthday, too. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. A bit of all sorts for me lately. Finishing up Doom, picked up Grid for 15 and loving it. And also thanks to Ryan, I got Dragon's Dogma for $7.99. So that's nice next work. on the list. Uh, Ken, I think you may have talked me out of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Uh, he also says Streets of Rage 4 is excellent. The wife and I are having a ton of fun with it. Who's your favorite character? Cherry is awesome. Yeah. I like um, Adam. Adam, Adam, yeah. Adam's fast and and strong. Uh, the, and then, yeah. Uh, uh, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say he he plays like a stronger version of his daughter almost. Yeah, and I, I was I also like the I know I can't remember his name the dude with the metal arms. Yeah, I don't remember his name either. Off the top of my head. I've only played with Blaze because I wanted to finish it with Blaze first, and I feel like I made the bad mistake. I don't like Blaze. Blaze Blaze and Axel move slow. They play like their original versions. Yeah, I think that's my problem. You have to learn to use that special attack and combo uh, combo your health back, and like that is the that is the that is the learning curve in this game. Um, Cherry, you don't have to do that because you're fast enough. And I also found like you could, by jumping at certain enemies, stun them, 
and do the hits constantly. So the guys that wear the uh, karate geese, um, if you're playing as any other character, you kind of have to time the hit right. You can just jump at them as Cherry. You She, like, kneels on their shoulders and punches them in the face. That's how I defeat those guys. I mean, I feel like I've, I've made the right choice then, starting with Blaze, because my next playthrough will be so much more fun. She Blaze Blaze is great at um, uh, juggling character like enemies. Same with Adam. Adam's faster, so it's easier to do. But like, there's some videos of people juggling his Blaze. She has a really strong um, the dash attack. Yeah, the dash forward. attack is is very. Yeah. It's got a wide range on it, and and she's stronger than Cherry. Like Cherry's the weakest of the, all the characters. So, it's just knowing that like you can dodge out of stuff. As Cherry. I just want to get through my first playthrough so I can unlock all the other modes. Curtis says, what's up, fellas? To Anthony, awesome Streets of Rage 4 review, bro. I agree. And yes, I also finished it. Excellent game indeed. Playing it made me feel like a kid again. Now for that Battletoads game. And he, he copied uh, Phil Spencer in that tweet. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Battletoads. I really um, wish they would put a date on that and let me play it. I really that... wish they'd show more of it. Yeah. But um, yes, thank you for the kind words on the review. Uh, he also says, who is on the AC Valhalla hype train and why? I mean, I'm I'm in, but I have so much Assassin's Creed to play before then. That, you know, I know, right? Yeah. I feel like I need to go and finish Odyssey now so I can be yeah, ready for... Yeah, you should. But, but I, um, I'm in... Finish the main game. I need to finish the DLC. I mean, yeah. talk, talk about a series, though, where I'm like... I don't, I used to be really hardcore into the I'm being angry about like them sort of stepping away from the sci-fi elements. But if this is what they're going to do and just explore different time periods and lore and stuff, uh, yeah, okay, do that. Yep. I heard it's yeah, got a lot they... of RPG elements too, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, like a village. You have to take care of, yeah. I hope yeah, it works I'm, out I'm better than the... Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want to play it, and also to just to kind of um, talk about that game. If you're buying it on Xbox One, it's smart delivery. So I don't know what that means. For that means you compatible. get the Xbox Series X version. Oh, uh, got it. Yep. Uh, just like Cyberpunk will be, and all of Microsoft's games. I hope that is a sign that everything that releases before November, which is when the Series X is probably coming out, is going to be... Because if Ubisoft is doing it, that means a lot of other people are probably doing it. So That's cool. I wish Sony would come out and say they're doing the same thing. But their PlayStation 4 games, only a select few will work at launch. No, it's... No, it's... um. It's most of the games, right? Only a hundred of them will be like enhanced. I thought was the clarification on that. Oh, is that what that was? I was under the impression it was only like a hundred would work. No, no, no. All the games should work. They're saying the majority of the library will work, but only about a hundred of them will be enhanced by the new system. Gotcha. Okay. So I still think there's probably going to be like one or two games here and there that are like, well, you can't play this anymore. You know? kind of like when you boot up an emulator and try to load Mario Paint. <laughs> this shit don't work on a controller. No. Um, 
Curtis also says, happy 600th and cheers to many more. Real talk, though, I've been listening to you guys from about episode 100-something. Nice. That's a lot of episodes to listen to. That's 500 episodes of this show. Yep. He also says, Ken, come on, bro. I can't believe you leaked all those Last of Us 2 info. Why? <laughs> Talk to me. How much of those naughty dogs owe you and I'll pay it? Ha ha ha. Um, That's about a thousand hours of your life on don't, this podcast. Don't, don't bring up numbers. Come on, man. I don't want people to know what they can't get back from listening to the show. All I'm saying is, is that if you like half of that time, it's a bunch of free content. I mean, truth be told, we've all listened to probably thousands of hours of something. Oh, for, sure, for sure. No. Yeah, I know I have. Uh, Real Shogun Beat says, I love you guys. In this crazy world, I don't think we share enough love and appreciation for each other. Thank you for making our weeks more bearable. I like this podcast because it's not about breaking news or the latest gaming gossip. It's just listening to my buddies. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I also said, my God, I paid for XCOM, uh, played the tutorial. So fun game, but then Gears Gears Tactics came out. Holy hell, I love this game. How did they make a better XCOM than XCOM? Could this really be my game of the year in May 2020 is a strange mother? Yes. Like I, nobody's really talking about this game. It kind of released and the reviews came out. I that is Gears Tactic is in my top ten right it, now. It's it's because it's Windows ten only and no, not on Steam. Xbox. Well, it's on Steam, but it's not. You're right. It's not on Xbox, which is why people. I'm still wondering why they did this. It's still coming to Xbox eventually, is what they said. Yeah, it's still coming, but why not launch it? Because, I mean, I played I played it. I, I installed it and booted it up and played through the first mission. It works with a controller just fine. It does. In fact, I played the majority of it with an Xbox controller. I don't see why they haven't released this for Xbox. Yeah, it's, it's a weird decision. I've seen people yeah. saying, like, are they trying to prove that they're, you know committed to PC, I'm like, they can still release it on PC and still put it on Xbox that's still committed to PC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely fantastic. Like, I, I prefer it over XCOM. It's that good. Everybody yeah. I've heard talk about it has said basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I played it, and you know, those games are not my jam, and I'm like, this is a good one of those kind of games. I probably won't play a ton of it, but... I still think one of the best turn-based strategy uh, games is Metal Acid. I know it's a really weird thing to say, but I think I they, were, that. they were great. That That's not the transferring one, is it? No. no that's, that's, portable that's Portable Ops. Portable Ops. Portable Ops. Well, was Acid the cards, then? Acid yeah, the is card, the yeah. cards slash... Okay turn base where you move around a grid but you still had all the stealth stuff so you could knock and you kind of know where the enemy is going to move so it was like this really it, it was kind of what I was hoping um, Phantom Doctrine was going to be and then like Phantom Doctrine somehow the enemies would just know where I am I'm like really a one gunshot and they are they know to shoot through a window across from from down below on the same side of the street and still get a hit on me like fuck off yeah i i've just never really got into tactics 
style games. But a good tactics game should feel like you're playing a playing an action game. Uh, Gears feels like you're playing an action game. Yes, Gears Tactics throws that in there. They give you a ton of options to do stuff, but they just throw so many enemies at you, and it's freaking awesome. Uh, Alright, this next one might bring up some interesting conversation. Uh, He also says, also speaking of Strange... The Pentagon released information about UFOs, and nobody cared. Aliens. Oh, well, back to Gears. P.S. I don't think it's aliens. I think it's a secret force program. If you look at real Tesla tech, sorry, Elon, anti-gravity is not far-fetched. That is strange, isn't it? You you saw the videos where they declassified those videos from the Air Force? I'd seen them, like, Drew, I'm pretty sure, Drew, Yeah, they've been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, they showed um, they showed those Tom DeLong, last year. Tom DeLong leaked them. Yeah, but the, the the fact that they're just saying like, yeah, this this is like they declassified but, them. They're like, yeah, this here's, is true. Here's here's the here's the important part to realize, and like I believe I said on that, I actually hope it's aliens because the uh, the alternate option is far worse. Um, the the thing to note is that if it is something that the government, and by that I mean the U.S. government, is working on. Of course, they're going to declassify it and go, yeah, it's unidentified. <laughs> right? However, if it is something that another country is working on and they've managed to make this and they don't, and the government doesn't know what it is, isn't that a little scary? Don't you kind of hope it's aliens at that point? Well, obviously. The way it flies yeah. is it seems alien, but it's not impossible. Um, I don't know if I bring Tesla into the matter because he also thought he he disrupted his neighbors and also thought he was bringing down the world. He wasn't wrong in his theory, but he was wrong about the way he was going about it. Smart guy, not necessarily the most sane person. Um, but that's what happens when, um, Edison is ruining your life. Um, so you're right. Like the idea that propulsion in that way could work. It's just, I don't know if we're there yet. And if we are, on this level, like you remember, these are Navy pilots, right? The like, they don't know what it is. Like, eh. It's a little concerning. I, I think it's interesting. I've always been one of those people that watch all the stupid fucking mysteries of the unexplained UFO bullshit. Yeah. Like I've always followed that kind of stuff. And I watch the videos. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like, it's better than that fucking sideshow grainy ass video we used to get from people who don't even know how to hold a camera still. Yeah. <laughs> I just, um, I don't know. Like the government works on a lot of stuff in secret, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's them, but I mean, if it, if it isn't, my life doesn't change because they're already here and my life has still been going on as normal ish. Yeah. And I say in this time where we have <laughs> everybody's locked inside. <laughs> I'm just wondering how many people locked themselves in their bunkers now thinking that this virus, this pandemic came from the aliens. I don't think anyone there. I, did, see, so oh, here's the fun. On. Anthony, on. people the fun. was created by 5G a week ago. Yeah, here's the, but here's the fun fact. Most of those conspiracy theorists are also the people going yelling about going back to work. Yeah, that was, I was talking to my That's wife about that the other day. That's a weird, counterproductive. 
she watches um like those people that bunker themselves down and i was like it's kind of funny to see them all now like we were prepared to be locked in a bunker for 20 years and like two weeks into this they're like i need a haircut yeah yeah Yeah. you're gonna survive long please please have that bunker they're ready for me when inevitably you and and your loved ones are all dead in their house. Because you needed you needed a touch up. Yeah, because because you just need to see the sun. You just need some sun on me, and then you get burnt by the radiation. Ugh. People crack me up, man. It's nice I, to I know see... who dies first in the Fallout type universe. <laughs> oh, I see all these people like protesting outside of the government buildings with machine guns. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, like, yeah, hey, no guess. Sorry, I cut off somebody there. Oh, you're good, man. You're good. Oh, okay. Um, you know, like, talk about lucky that the government didn't, you know, ask the military to come in. So uh, let me tell you, the, don't think there's a lot of damage your guns would do to tanks. Just saying. You don't know how good those guns are. Either. Little, little beep, beep, move. <laughs> <laughs> or become part of the pavement. I just, I just see those people like screaming, all these, and uh, I'm just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Somebody, I saw saw one that said, uh, "Somebody said like uh, a couple months ago, Blue Lives Matter," and then it's just the white guy yelling in the police face, police's face, just like, uh, "Yeah, this is the world we live in." Just a lot of, and the fact that it's haircuts of all things. Like, I know. Oh, fuck. You really need a haircut that bad? Just shave your uh, head. You'd be all right. I'm about to say, that's what my wife did. Yeah, that's did what it. I do. That's, that's I, what got, I, I got a haircut forever. two weeks ago. My wife just shaved it. Yeah, it'll grow back. Chill out. Dude, my hair is already growing back. I'm like to the point now where I'm like, I don't even got a haircut. Yeah. It's fine. It, my God. You can't go to Bob Evans and have a fucking open face mashed potato bowl. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> to enjoy a meal in the restaurant. Like, yeah, that's, that was the point of this. But I mean, if you want the definition of motherfucking entitled, here it is. I mean, I, like I saw a, um, I can't remember where it was, but they said, oh, now that Georgia's opened back up, here's a bunch of pictures of what it looks like. And literally one of the first pictures was a, fa- a son takes his mother out for dinner. And the son looks like he's 60. The mother looks like she's fucking 80. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, there's two dead people walking. <laughs> oh man, uh... <laughs> people sure are stupid, aren't they? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh goodness, that's uh, that's all the tweets that I have. That's all the emails. That's all the video games that we're we're deemed to talk about this week. If you'd like to shoot us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. If you want to tweet at us? It's at m4g podcast. Uh, Phoenix down folklore going on right now yep got a new episode this week uh yeah it'll be out this week hopefully i'm gonna try and get some more time into it before we record excellent uh and then if you want to follow us on twitter jason do you use twitter uh sometimes every (laughs) once in a while he's got all these followers He he doesn't ever satiate their desire for his wisdom you can follow him at Gambus Con. You can follow Drew at Drew Leachman. You can follow Ryan at Wombat RP. You can follow me at ZTGD. You can follow our site at ZTGD Content when we write reviews for games three weeks after they've came out. Yeah. 
Because we're terrible people. Although we did nail it this week. We nailed three of them. We nailed Gears Tactics, Streets of Rage 4, and Final Fantasy VII Remake, which my review was late on that because I did not get the game until, like, release day. So, leave me alone. But we, we had the big ones this week. So, there. Um, eat, it. eat it. Sons of bitches. I don't think I have anything else. So if nobody else has anything else, Mr. Khan, you can do your thing because you are here. Oh, nice. Let me see here. It goes something like this.